0: All right, welcome to episode 70 of the BobbyCast in with writer, producer, a, a guy you may not know his name, but when I play you a song, you're going to be like, holy crap, uh, Zach Kraus here. Hey, Zach. Hey. So hi. I have all, I have a lot of stuff that you've done, and I always like to start off and just kind of give everybody that's listening an overview, and we'll get back to it all, but here's some of the stuff that Zach's been involved in. For example, church bell.
1: She can hear those church bells ringing, ringing. Did you write that?
0: I did, yeah. Okay. I know, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. So yes. uh, dirty laundry from Carrie. Now, try, try, try. Heartbeat from Carrie. So you would think just that would be a big deal. Like you'd be like, I dang. love Carrie Underwood. You do, but now why you're the coolest guy in town mm-hmm. is that you're in the Sam camp. You actually create. You've built the Sam camp with Sam. Yeah, and, you, and yeah. so. Body like, a back Body like
1: a Back road, yours. My...
0: Break Up in a Small Town. Cop Car. Oh, you
1: shotted. got it. it
0: yeah. Oh, we got it. Don't worry. We have it all, like dude. the Sam version. Yeah. Uh, house Party.
1: Leave we'll
0: the Night On. Well, I didn't write that one. Let's be fair but to the writers. I was about to say. Okay. Now we'll get lawsuits. You didn't let me even finish the clip.
1: Alright, I'm hosting. You didn't this
0: write thing. that one, okay. but you, you did produce that one. Correct. So okay, so all I'm saying is there's even more, even like middle of a memory. In the middle of a dance floor that I want people to know. Like you you're so into this. Yeah. And I don't think people know yet. Like this is like your coming out part. It's like your quinceanera. <laughs> this is like his quinceanera.
1: What's that called? What?
0: Quinceañera? It's uh <laughs> Do you know what that is really? is? I'm too
1: dumb for that. I, I'm a but high you grew up graduate. in Tennessee. Yeah,
0: so that's more of a Hispanic Mexican thing. Mm-hmm. So when you turn 13 or so, 15. Okay. See, I don't 15. even know. My exactly. wife would
1: probably know. She's a Texas <laughs> girl, so I bet I bet her and her family have a, have a clue about
0: that. Let's start with I guess just kind of your story because yeah. for for me it's interesting, but because like a lot of us now, you grew up and you have all these musical influences. You don't just go. I have a fiddle and a banjo, and I'm going to make country music, yeah. which is how normal people are nowadays. Yeah. Even the mo, the, the weird thing for me is I have a lot of friends that are artists, and, you know, they have to go, – they go on the radio. They, they love country music. They're almost not allowed to say how influenced they are by other genres because it's a bad word. Yeah. It's like a bad – but you have been making beats since you yeah. were a kid, right?
1: Well, I didn't start music until after high school. Um, I was always a sports kid and – uh so I didn't touch music till after high school. I was a music kid. I was the the music guy of the group of friends. I was the DJ of the group of friends, and I always made mixtapes for my friends and sold it to them. So I was the music nut of the friends, and I always wanted to be in the music business, but I had no clue, you know, of how to do it and everything. But so after high school, I, I uh, that's when I bought a drum machine and you know wanted to be Manny Fresh. Most people don't. So you wanted Most to make, beat. wanted to make yeah. beats. I wanted to make beats. I wanted to. You know, I grew up on, you know, nineties R and B and hip hop stuff. So I wanted to be Dr. Dre, and I wanted to be Master P. And did all that you want sort of to be stuff. a rapper? No, 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 no. no. So. I always just loved the music. I loved the beats. I loved the, the, energy, the emotion of urban music. I don't know why, It just always attracted me.
0: Did you have a time where you would take the beats? Because I have friends that did this, and they would just make beats and sell them.
1: Yeah, I did it for a living. For I mean, a small living for five to ten years. So you, you make
0: know? the beats. Did you make the beats and then also insert choruses?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you're guessing the whole thing. It, it started off, I'd make beats and uh, with some buddies and then eventually I would make my own and sell them to them and eventually I would write hooks on them and sell them whole choruses for $100, $1,000, whatever in the world I could do to, to make a living and uh, that led to writing whole songs by myself and then that led to co-writing with other people and you know, this is a fifteen-year fast-forward. Where did you but think
0: I, your career would be, though? If you're 21 years old and you've been making beats for a couple of years, where know. did you think you? Where did you think that was going to lead I don't you? Don't know, in 10 years? man.
1: I uh, you're so you don't know. You're so dumb and naive at the time. You just you know. I just knew I wanted to continue making music. That, I guess that was the goal was to keep doing it in of whatever uh, in whatever capacity. And you know, because I had you know various jobs and toured with people was a tour manager for a guy and worked for I worked for Kenny Chesney I was one of his sponsorship manager guys out there doing that and those are just you know little things and I worked at a music company on Music Row and I worked at a sports store and Cool Spring you know so I had all those little things but I just knew I wanted to do music in some way you know in, in any sort of way but you know so but God's timing is you know correct but you know it took a long time to get it going but I'm glad it did, you know, because the wanted to be the hip-hop guy. I'm born and raised in Nashville. I wanted to be the hip-hop guy, and it never worked out in that way, but I love country music and have been around country music my whole life. Whenever I decided to kind of put the two together, you know, I'd had 10 or 15 years of making urban pop music, and at that point I started to write country songs, and that coincidental time, the genre kind of collided with urban music, and I was doing it authentically it's what I naturally do so it it was it was once I started doing the doors opened quicker um because I I was kind of a rookie with 15 years of experience you know when I kind of show up in the Nashville songwriting community I'd been doing it forever and I was professional but I was still new and and uh but I was taking what I had been doing and all the uh rap music and urban stuff i had grown up on and all the country stuff I'd grown up on and you combine them and you know, it started working.
0: It's interesting because you came in and I love that you did this. And I wanted to start, you know, let's go backwards. So, you have a laptop in here, mm-hmm. and this is the first time anyone's done this since you do write and produce. So, what you have on your laptop is Body Like a Backroad. Yeah. And so, do you want to pick that up? Yeah. So, what this is going to be cool because he can actually break down the song. And so, I mean everybody This song is a monster So this is the song that The version you would hear On the radio Or yeah. you would download So what do you have On your laptop There are lots of little, little What they call wave files Like little yeah. jiggly lines
1: Keep talking I'm going to arm Some tracks real quick Keep talking uh, Positive And so
0: yeah, <laughs> There are all these Different lines And there will be Like a, a vocal here A drum here mm-hmm. a, An instrument here And so you have All of these That you can separate Right Yep so t- take me to the room when you guys decide to do this song.
1: This song, it was Sam and I, you know, whenever it was, we were at my house and we were just sitting there one night writing. Sam and I spent hours and hours and hours in, a, in my room or in my studio just talking and about, you know, life and songs and whatever. And, you know, just beating our heads against the wall, trying to come up with something good. And one night he grabbed the guitar, electric guitar. That's him playing the electric guitar on that, that on by like a back road and, and uh, he just grabbed it and started singing and he talked about he had this idea of this song called Body Like a Back Road and we he kinda sang me the gist of that chorus and uh you know, of course, I loved it and it was amazing. Sam's beyond talented and uh uh at that you know, at that point with he and I were like, let's just make a basic little sketch of the song, you know, just a little play some guitar and I'll program a little drum thing and let's just record a little verse chorus thing just to see how it feels you know because Sam and I when we write and write with other people it you know takes days and days and months like uh, he spends a very 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 long time on his songs he cares about them a lot as simple as this song appears you know it's uh, crafted song it's a very intentional song and and, uh, but yeah so it just starts out with us in a room just doing the basic framework I guess so what are you going to play me first I don't know know. I don't know. What should I do? So,
0: is what we're hearing here the final, parts of the final this track? Is, this okay. is
1: the final mix. Now, it's on my laptop. Who knows what files I'm missing and all that sort of unprofessional stuff. But then, I mixed this song myself, so I, you know, I did the, the whole thing. So hopefully I have, you know, whatever little tricks. Um, of course, my computer's going to freak out. So, so
0: that, bum bum ba da. Yep. Bum bum bum. whats mm-hmm. that right there?
1: That is, it's funny, that uh, is a sound, it's four, yeah, four guitar sounds? Let me see. That sound. That sound. It's that sound. And the main one is this thing right here. to give away the whole see there's some little trickery going on right there there's a whole bunch of plugins, which is basically just effects and little trick things this is what it actually is just by itself <laughs> and it's actually me that's Sam's guitar player Josh Burkett Bert, he uh, that's him playing guitar and me next to him singing into the microphone at the same time going da, 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 da. So that, uh, and then I put all the little gizmos on so it's it it's like a Peter Frampton almost like a <laughs> totally but then i all these proprietary ideas on it It but it turned into you know a definable you know so that's your voice in with the guitar there's something about recording it and then you know like I said all these little plugins that I don't want to hit that again hit hit, hit the full thing again
0: So how would you do that with your mouth? Like if you turn that off, like how, just do it now, like you would. Well, do.
1: no, it's him playing it, right? The thing, and me next to him going. That lick, the, re- the where that lick came from on that song. Let's see if I can find it here without a. In the outro of this song, I should be more prepared. There's me. There's uh, this vocoder. I'm actually.
0: I know you can't see this at home. He's got this computer program pulled up, and it's got like a million tracks on it.
1: Yeah, forgive me for uh, trying to find this one thing. Yeah, here it is. On the outro of the song, you hear... You hear this in the background? That's me playing a Cocoa Playing a what? I don't know what that is It's a keyboard with a microphone on it And I'm playing the notes With a keyboard while singing the words So that's you singing that, That's that And then later on the song I started One night Sam and I were sitting around working And I started playing I started playing this Singing that Which that turned into Sam was like Hey that's a cool melody Maybe that will You know what if that was the the riff of the song, you know, the hook of the song. So we ended up doing... That. What are you saying in that? Like, are you saying... Are you in just, the, the lick or the vocoder in, thing? In the vocoder. I, w- I was saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Dang, that's crazy, man. Yeah. That's awesome. I wouldn't hear it broken down it's like It's funny, that. I, I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't think this song should have a lick. I didn't think it should have this... I'm an idiot Sam for months Was going Hey I think this song Should have a lick And I thought it should Just be this Hold on (laughs) Which is Incredibly wrong Uh, And he was like You know He was adamant about it Should have a lick Thank goodness He's way smarter Than me Because you know Without this thing Right here To me that's the song I'm glad he was Forced me to put a lick In there Because I was incredibly wrong Saying it shouldn't be in there
0: So when you start To lay the vocals down Can you isolate vocals In this Yeah so is there is there a main sam and is there sam doing with sam or do you have other? yeah there's
1: there's a whole bunch we always who you know holler and you know make a bunch of noise i'm not a big uh uh, engineers would probably get mad at me because you know i'm not a big uh like i have a tv on in the room when we're recording and most of the stuff he's just holding a microphone which you know usually you want to mount it and have it all proper and you know there's something about noise and chaos and and uh you know just i, I guess the word is unprofessional engineering that makes it well it sounds, so, wrong. It, sounds it sounds raw wrong and it, and it sounds and it fits this it fits a lot of sam's music and the stuff we do um, got let me hear here right there listen got bra- you hear all the noise coming behind got him when he's singing got brazen hair. First time I seen her walk by, I fell up on my chair,
0: had to get her number, it took me like six weeks, now me and her go way back, like,
1: yeah, so just, I mean, you know, if you're not an engineer, you may not notice all the noise in there, but, you know, we're down here hollering stuff, it's it's in the room. (laughs) So, that's happening
0: around him.
1: It makes it alive to me. And uh, it's real... You can hear it on a lot of his songs. I mean, there's... Leave it out on specifically, there's just noise in the background. But it, it, you know, it works for his music. Some songs, you you know, uh, take your time song. You don't need to be hollering in the back of that song. It's a more intimate thing. And uh, But this song, is such a loose song. You know, imperfections are... are uh, I think a good thing on this one.
0: I hear that track again. Are those
1: snaps or claps? Those are... It's a couple things. It's a snap. And it has this thing in it, too. It's just a little... Just a little... Who knows? That doesn't even need to be there. But in the chorus, it does other stuff. You know, add other sounds. Are compared. those anyone's snaps? No, those are just some random sounds I found on the internet at some point, <laughs> you know, years ago. <laughs> Writers and producers, we have a gajillion sounds and, and, and an absurd amount of, uh, you know, yeah, that's just one of the... What about
0: that song almost didn't make it on the song? You said the lick, but what was it was like a last minute, like, hey, we should put this on, but really defines it?
1: Uh, That... This was, it's funny, everything you're pointing out are things Sam did. Maybe my, I don't need to be in the room. <laughs> when we were almost done, he suggested, let's see, my computer, forgive me if my computer like pauses and stuff. Do it I can. He did this. That little tag right there, of, I'm going to take it slow, that wasn't, that was a... 11th hour, he was like, hey, I think that last chorus should hold for a little bit. And so the slow. Should, I'm gonna take, take it slow. slow. Which to me, I couldn't imagine the song without that part. That's such a such a good payoff. And he suggested it again. Uh, I did not. <laughs> and uh, uh, But as soon as we did it, we just, you know, it felt right. What about the, huh, huh, huh. And
0: who is that? Is that Dude, you, you guys?
1: You're pointing out everything that's not my idea. This is all backfiring. <laughs> no, it's funny. I uh, I was... Uh, recording some stuff on this and I was doing that percussive part Uh, let me find it I was doing that part that's been on like every rap song over the past few years I mean it's just it's that sound but I was doing that specific part with a tambourine is what I was doing and Joshua Sales Sam's drummer said hey you should use that DJ Mustard hey thing and I was like that's great and uh so I put it up. These are, this is all backfiring. I wish I could say this was all my idea, but uh, uh. Hey, hey, but it's
0: awesome in there. Is that Sam singing his own harmonies?
1: Uh, some yes, some no. A lot of it's probably Josh Osborne, who we wrote this song with, who's super duper talented and. Uh. Uh, Josh. Mm-hmm. If Josh It's back I think Josh or Sam ended up singing a few later on because Josh wasn't there. Oh yeah, right here. It where we added that part at the end. I'm gonna take it slow. Fast as
0: I can. I'm gonna take it slow.
1: So Sam just did that part because we added that, like I said, in the eleventh hour. Dang, that's so broken
0: down. That's that's crazy you brought all that in. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. people will hear that song now and appreciate how layered the simplicity is!
1: It's crazy how hard it is to do. This song was a task to do.
0: I, to me, it's funny because I, I and I talk about that. You can you can fold sure. it now. Um, I talk about that song as an example of the day it came out. A lot of people were like, "Ah, what the heck is this?" I was like, "Guys, you're gonna be wrong. <laughs> like, you're yeah. gonna be wrong." Yeah. Like, first of all, look at the body of work that's been produced before this. Secondly. I don't ever hear a song for the first time and like it, ever, because I'm sure. just not conditioned to hear something new. That's why people don't – new music is not loved at first. It takes time. It takes time. Yeah. And now it's the biggest song. Yeah. First of all, it's going it to be the biggest song of the year. Um, secondly, it's the only song since I've been in Nashville in almost five years now that is start, this crossing over. Yeah. And it, it's not there yet. It's but, it's, but it is going – it's the first song to even go there. Yeah. And it's almost impossible yeah. for men to cross over. It's always women. Mm. Except for Rascal Flats. And they kinda sound like women. Sure. it's Gary, soft.
1: It's not aggressive. It's absolutely. Not, it's not masculine. And that's necessarily what,
0: because you know, Carrie did it, Taylor did it, wow. Leanne Rhymes did it. If you uh, Lady Annabellum did it, and that was a female driven song. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever sure. they did. So for Sam wow. it's for so many reasons, it's weird that Sam's doing it. And it's awesome.
1: It's great. I mean, and it's funny, like, Sam's not out there peddling the song and, and hustling the song to to be a crossover you know Sam's a just let's see what happens kind of thing like he, you know so Sam loves country music and, and, and wants to be a country artist and is happy where he is so he's not you know he's definitely not out there begging for crossover spins but I also know, we'll like him. that Sam just doesn't
0: care like that's what I like about him the most it's like Sam just does Sam and that's it
1: he's very happy and content just being at home with his wife and relaxing. it. It's it's, you know, he's the sweetest. It's he's totally genuine and it's he's not after money or fame or praise at all. He just he's a songwriter. If you, if you boil it all down, he's a songwriter, um, and he just wants to continue writing songs. And, and, and uh, if he if he records them, that's you know, you know he's like I say, it's a songwriter at the end of the day, and, and uh, yeah. Let me talk about Express Pros for one second.
0: So the average number of people who apply for any given job is 118. Think about that. Any job that you're applying for, 117 other people probably try to get that job too. Only 20% of those get an interview. So you're looking at that. And that's because a lot of companies use software to screen out applications before they even see maybe even your resume. So simply uploading your resume won't get you a job even if it's the best sometimes. You need someone to be an advocate for you. Express Employment Professionals is the local resource to help you land a job. They have more than 18,000 jobs available weekly. When you interview at Express, they'll assess your skills, connect you with available jobs, team you up in your job search. Express has jobs in manufacturing, accounting, customer service, sales, distribution, information technology. I could keep going, but I think you get the point. If you're tired of applying online and never hearing back, visit your locally owned express office today speak with professionals connected to available jobs in your community express never charges a job seeker expresspros.com expresspros.com visit an office near you alright so now let's talk about you we, I, and it's really cool for you to bring that in for us to hear that but, and we'll get back to some of the Sam stuff, Sam stuff in a little bit but you know what song I like now the, the, I was talking about this morning on the air she loves a small cell. the new Dustin yeah. Lutz song this is a really good song I
1: love that song I didn't write that song I typically produce stuff I write, but it's produced so cool. Thank you, man. This is when Dustin sent it to me, just I'm buddies with Dustin, and he uh, was like, hey, what do you think about this song? You know, I was like, dude, I love it. And I was like, I'm about to be arrogant. I was like, but I think I should produce that song. I was like, I don't think anyone, I was like, that's kind of what I naturally do. It has a little bit of an urban feel and it's, you know, has R&B tendencies. And I was like, I, you know, so I kind of asked for that job, uh, it turned out.
0: It's, it turned out really cool. Yeah, yeah I yeah, got my I,
1: favorite bass line on. I'm very proud of the synth bass I played on that for all the keyboard nerds out there. I'm very proud of it. How about this from Dustin? <laughs>
0: Hell
1: of a night. It's awesome. Another blessing. Me. Tell me about this song. I wrote that with Adam Sanders and Jaron Boyer, and uh, that was what. Not to not sound. It's, it was a typical Nashville day. Two, uh, three dudes in a room. Making up a song. Did you know those two guys already? I had. Yes, it... I can't. It was, the... it was the only time we've ever written together, but uh, I can't remember if I've written with them many times. It was early on, if it wasn't the first, and uh... but it was great. Yeah.
0: Got quite a few dust and tracks you've been involved in. It's
1: a where it's at. That's no yep, yep. my first number one really? song right there. So that's that one still. Get some teary eyed. Big deal. That's your first metal, huh?
0: First one. See, that's the thing, too. That's how quickly you've done all this body work has been that quick. Because that song hasn't been out very long. A few years, a no. couple
1: years. But I think it comes from me spending 15 years making terrible urban music. So when I get the opportunity to do this kind of stuff, you know, it caught up pretty quick. But, you know, I got in the room with great writers. And that's not even, like, just being nice to be nice. But it's like I was able to get into the big leagues with the cool guys and... When you're around talented players you're you're statistically gonna win you know you know hopefully and uh
0: you um, Kevin duranted it you're really good, but yeah. you went to a team that was already really freaking good I've, I've
1: had uh, you know my publishers and the people who signed me and the people who've been around me uh have fought really hard early on to give me in the rooms to you know give me the opportunity to prove myself and you know
0: in the past year and a half have you just made so much money <laughs> like did more in the past year and a half than the rest of your life combined sure man I'm just looking at I'm just looking at this here and I'm like
1: but like five years ago I was making $15,000 a year like literally I'm not saying you've been rich I'm saying the last year and a half it's It's, awesome it's had to be like like it's it's, a very good thing I have a wife and two kids and and, uh, my wife's a stay-at-home mom you know praise Jesus for that because that's amazing that you know I work I have a studio at my house I'm down there writing with friends of mine and my wife and kids are upstairs I hear them I see them all day it's it's literally the the dream, you know. Uh, I, I couldn't... And to be, you know, paid, you know, money is also... Well, being paid money you know, is good. Is yeah, it, that's not... Being paid money is not good. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> All right, Zach, let me, let's try this one. In the middle of a day... I'm middle of memory from Cole.
1: Awesome. In the middle of a Tell me about this one. It was a good day. That was... I wrote that with Ashley Gorley and uh, Cole Swindell. And uh, that was when we were actually writing another song... That day We were writing a song Called Kiss That he actually ended up Putting on a EP of his But we were writing that song In the, in the middle of the second verse I'll give you the full story I left the room Everything awesome happens When I leave <laughs> Sam has the idea I left the room I come back in And they had written The second verse And it had a line in it said In the middle of a melody And I go Hey I like that line Misunderstood them I said hey I like that line Right there In the middle of a memory line And when I said uh, When I misheard them Ashley and Cole kind of looked at each other and had the kind of the aha moment. They go, middle of a memory. So that's they paused the song we were working on, the Kiss song, and we stopped and wrote this middle of a memory. How now, quick did
0: that fall out since it was kind of one of those... Just a few hours. Yeah.
1: Ashley and, and Cole is, you know, a hit separate of his being a country star. He's a hit songwriter and fully capable, you know, everything. So it came out quickly teammates man if you have good people in the room good teammates man
0: let me ask you a question and I don't know the answer to this and this is one of those and you may just stay away from it because you're close to it so first let's talk about Sam and Cop Car
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and then Urban got this is what I remember in my head Mm -hmm. Urban got it played it on an award show and Sam tweeted something about this song did Sam not want that song to go away did he want to keep it Sam
1: wanted to keep the song for himself (laughs) Uh, that makes sense, which I totally get. But who does that? Who gives it away? His publisher? Oh, yeah, at the end of the day, at that time we're all new writers, young writers, and we're involved in publishing deals that, at that time, we technically don't have the rights to those songs. We're the writers, wow. so, so you technically write we don't have the rights.
0: And even though you say I want to keep it, mm-hmm. they have the rights, and mm-hmm. they say no, no, we're going to give it and away. And it
1: only, it only takes if you know three people in the room. It just takes one of the one of the people to say he can have it. You know. What? Yeah, but it's, I mean, that song changed my life, and, and that was, that's so the I'm song. So I'm taking it, you weren't the one. What, that, uh... That said somebody else can have it. No, I wanted Keith to, I mean, I produced it on Keith, I was all for it, I was, you know... So, why, So was Sam upset, I don't remember... He just wanted to keep the song for himself, it's his song, it's his story, that happened to him. Um, that's crazy uh, to me. You know, I told him, and he and I were, you know... Did you guys get into it because of that? We didn't get into it, it's so funny, it was early on, uh... With he and I, and I had known him for probably six months, but he and I have always clicked, you know, from the get go. And even though we disagreed, his vote was for to keep the song for himself. And at that time, he was an aspiring artist. It, you know, there was it was still. Oh, I get, I'd give it to Urban too. So, so, I want a, an established artist. To, I got to eat. I got two kids. So, like, you know, he and I'm trying to convince him, and people are trying to convince him, and and uh, but Sam, you know, when he knows what he wants, he's diehard for that. And I told him, I was like, man we kind of left it as hey if i because keith had asked me to to produce it which is ridiculous and unbelievable and, and it's such a, a huge opportunity and sam and i left it we were totally cordial and it actually made us closer because we were able to kind of go through an experience together go through a disagreement together and uh but he you know we left it as hey if i get the ball i'm going to shoot it if you get the ball you shoot it so if it's my decision i'm going to go produce it on Keith and take that opportunity and, you know, if it comes down to Sam's decision, but, you know, you know, thankfully it all worked out and, you know, was a,
0: as was a monster hit. Yeah, it was a, it and, was, and that, got... that was
1: the song that changed everything. And at that time, I'm dead broke, my wife's pregnant, I'm literally about to lose my publishing deal, I'm a month away from my publishing deal being done and, uh, so, you know, whether, you know, it was desperation or not, it was, it's a legit opportunity and a, and a big thing and, you know, it made Sam and I closer and, and, I admire the crap out of him for, you know, being a no-name broke guy who's still wants to hold on to a song. I respect him for it. It's it's a, uh, you know.
0: Was it weird to produce that song?
1: It was weird just because of working with Keith. But as far as Sam and I, I mean, Sam was through the whole thing. He was. Knew I was doing it and he, I was playing inversions. was He was fully, you know, he let it go with that. He was like, okay, you know.
0: With Keith though, because I've seen Keith in studio settings, just, just around, like nothing yeah. to do with no microphones around, yeah. just human setting. His brain works on this level yeah. that I can't comprehend what's happening. Well, he's
1: truly, a, he's a true musician. I'm not a true musician. I worked my way up. He just is music you know what i mean like i i don't have the talent he has i have a work ethic and i can study and practice and get to where i can compete but i'm not some people are just stevie wonder just is music is it and, tough uh,
0: for you and keitho to be on the same
1: be in the same spot you're coming from two totally different places he didn't i mean that was my first thing i was terrified through the whole process i'm the guy who you know isn't supposed to be there you know so but he was great. The, you know, he he made me feel confident for him to give me to hire me to produce, you know, uh, such a high profile song. It shows that he has faith in me and the demo, luckily the demo was like close anyway so there wasn't it was already like headed in the right direction so there wasn't I, I don't think I could totally blow it. He would step in if I was ruining the song, you know. And uh but no, he he's a professional. He he, you know, encouraged me and you know, kept me motivated.
0: I want to play some of these demos because I love that you brought these demos. So how about your first number one, where it's at with mm-hmm. Dustin. We'll go back to it for a second. So we know this.
1: It's a a. Now
0: here's the demo of the same song. Mm-hmm. Where'd you cut this? you know the demo? Uh, just my house. Yeah? yeah? Yeah.
1: Who's singing it? It's Matt Jenkins. I wrote it with Matt Jenkins and Carrie Barlow. And so Matt Jenkins singing it here? Tim him singing it. Right, It ain't
0: in a house looking for a good time shutting down the city lights it ain't in the water floating like a barber, soaking up that hot sunshine as good as it gets no that where it is it's a 2
1: a. which is reaching over faded t-shirt why doesn't a guy like that do records well he had a record deal he's a uh... That's good. He's one of my closest friends, so I can say he was a failed country music superstar. Uh, he's uh, good. No, he was great. He had a deal on Universal or something or whatever. And yeah, he was. So if you're had-
0: producing demos, though, like that's got
1: to be a weird thing for you too, because you produce real songs. Like, how much do you put into a demo? Because I, you just you stop sooner. You you spend a few hours, half a day. You know that one, Cary Barlow, the other writer. You know he played a lot of the guitar, and we all just kind of play it ourselves, and you just. You just you you get it. You spend enough time. You you, you learn not to spend too much time.
0: I want to go to church bells, which we know from Carrie. I it-
1: right,
0: tell me about this song before I play the
1: demo. That song, I'm proud of that song. Um, proud of all of them, but that one in particular. That was the first in the songwriting community. I'm I'm labeled in the track guy category. I'm the guy who makes the music, who makes the beats. Uh, I, at times, I'm stereotyped into that, and some people would interpret that as I'm not the uh, lyrical mind, and uh, and I've always struggled with that. I, I've always struggled with people thinking I don't write lyrics and melodies, and uh, because I do, and and I, you know, um, you know whether they're good or bad, I don't know. But that's the first song where I, it was, I had the title, I had the idea. I actually, remember before I wrote it, I had the title "Church Bells," and I was like, man, that would be a good. Carrie Underwood song if you wrote it like this and did it like this and I called my publisher mentor Ashley Gorley who's a big uh, you know mega writer here in town and uh, I was talking to him and and, uh, I was like hey man I got this idea this song called it'd be an idea called Church Bells and uh, uh, be Carrie Underwood you should do it like this and and, uh, I was like what do you think about that and he was like that's cool I was like I saw on my calendar that in a month I was writing with Hillary Lindsay and Brett James and they've written a bunch of Carrie Underwood stuff they're kind of they're the people to write Karen what stuff. And I called Ashley. I was like, Hey, I was like, do you think it's smart of me to hold on to this idea? Don't write it with all the other people I'm writing with over the next month and save it for this one day coming up for Hillary and Brett. He's like, yeah, I think you should do that. It's, it's a good idea. And I made some music and Hillary and Brett walk in the room and I play on the music. And I was like, Hey, I got this idea called church bells. I think it should be like this. And you know, at that point I'm kind of handing it over to them. What do you let like, now you guys do what you do. And you know, then Hillary Lindsay, who's, you know, written most Carrie Underwood songs and you know they just did their thing but uh, that's I'm proud of that one because that's the first time that w- that was the first time where I had ever done that Um where I had been the uh, the idea guy and I, I was I'm proud was proud of that and still am proud of that
0: Who sings the demo? Hillary Lindsay Who by the way is one of the best singers in she's town She's the best on her. I mean she's the
1: She's better than everybody
0: Here's the demo at Church Bells
1: he grew up wild like a Blackfoot daisy, out in a shack with the blue tick hound, broke as hell, but blessed with beauty, the kind that a rich man can't turn down. She caught the eye of an oil man dancing, one summer night in a dime store dress, she had a...
0: When you get into a right like that and you go going with your idea that you've been holding for a month, yeah. are you worried they're going to be like, I don't like that, let's go to something else?
1: I mean, yeah, but, you know, because I say that wasn't the one idea I've ever had, I've had hundreds of ideas. That's but the only time it's that ever one, like, worked.
0: You've, you've targeted that date with those people. Yeah. What if he went and be like, you know? But I had this idea, and you're kind of like, oh man.
1: That's one of those. You know, that just is what it is. That's that happens all the time. It's just part of the game. You know, sometimes you, you get your feelings hurt, and sometimes it's you know, you know. It's usually best idea wins, and you know, I'm happy that they jumped on board.
0: Dirty laundry. Now have to hang you out to
1: try.
0: Who's singing the demo on this one?
1: Hillary Lindsay again. I wrote it with Hillary and Ashley. Burley. That lipstick on your collar, well, it ain't my shade of pink, and I can tell by the smell of
0: that perfume, it's like $40 too cheap, and there's a little wine stain on the
1: pocket of your white cotton thread, well, you drink beer and whiskey, boy, and you know I don't drink red, I found it over in the corner, it up on the bedroom floor, you should have hid it in the closet, you should have burned it, you should have lost it.
0: that's so cool man and Hillary's so good and it's like yeah. who can sing with Hillary she's, Carrie can
1: she's Hillary's the best like, like uh, yeah
0: Hillary um, went on because Hillary and Gaga did yep. you know together sure and, I don't see Hillary on TV singing with Lady H- Gaga Hillary's
1: still someone who I get nervous to write with and nervous to, she's just she's truly good she's a true songwriter
0: Billy Cunnington Do I Make You Wanna Could who'd, who'd you write this with
1: Rode with Ashley Gorley, Matt Jenkins, and Jerry Flowers. Jerry Flowers is a writer, plays bass for Keith Urban. Yeah, we wrote Sam stuff together. And, yeah.
0: So here's, do I make you want it? Who's singing the demo here?
1: Ashley, which is funny. He's typically not the singer, but he sounds spectacular. Always.
0: So Ashley Gorley singing the demo. Yeah, do I make this you want it?
1: Exclusive. Baby, what's on your
0: mind? When you see me pull up in your drive. Wanna go downtown? Maybe have a little high-dollar wine. Do you wanna go out to the country and maybe blow all our money on some sugar
1: at the truck stop and some scratch-offs? See if we can get lucky. Oh, I gotta know what's going on in your beautiful mind, and baby. Don't be shy and tell me now,
0: do I make you wanna? This is good. All your demos sound like legit songs. That's the
1: weird I thing. They I, mean, sound... I tried. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. I
0: did a writer drum with Ashley once. It was me, Ashley DeStefano, yeah. and Lee Miller. And talk about which one doesn't fit.
1: <laughs> the radio guy. Yeah, I'm up there with a
0: the guitar playing funny songs that I wrote. And
1: they're writing. And best they're playing. They're
0: all singing number ones. Exactly. They're going.
1: Have you done it again? Or was that the was that the I first time? I That's
0: not my scene. Yeah. But it was a i was they asked me to do it and i was like yeah can, you know i can play guitar a little bit i can sing some dopey songs and so
1: see i i'm not a big round writer's round guy i've just recently did my first one because i've always said no to him and i'm not a singer i'm barely a player i play a computer really well that's my instrument that's that's the that's my tool and uh so i'm like man sitting on stage and singing in front of people was like a nightmare to me and i just did it recently for the first time and, oh you did your first one yeah who are you with Ashley, Matt, and Jerry—the guys we wrote that—like they're all my closest writer friends. And I was like, if I'm going to be up there, if I'm going to be terrified, if I'm going to pee my pants, I felt the same way. With, like with I that. wanted to be
0: the people who had my back if yeah. it, if I sucked.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it went great. Like I, you know, it, it. I realized that the imperfections are the good things in those scenarios. You know, no one's there for me to, you know, serenade them. i they're there to hear the songs and the stories and stuff. So
0: what well do you play when you do a run around? Like I play if guitar. you're doing if you're doing four no if you're doing four songs, though, what will you play? You have a lot of songs.
1: It depends on probably who I'm writing or who I'm doing it with. Like that one, like I've written songs, like I wrote Cop Car with Matt Jenkins and Sam and Matt did Cop Car that night and I wrote House Party with Jerry Flowers, so he did House Party. So I did songs with people, I think some of the ones that I haven't, the people that weren't up there, so we weren't overlapping. Yeah, I can't remember what songs I did. I did a couple Sam songs and uh, I think I did a Carrie song. I did Middle of a Memory, I did that Colson Dell song.
0: You did a Carrie song. You sing Carry Carrie song? No.
1: No, I did heartbeat. I, I did that one. But that's I did, a, a carry song, though. No? I did the easiest one to sing. I mean, I don't know. Any of them were easy to sing, Zach. Dude, I was shocked because I'm not a singer. When I was sitting there, you know, on my couch for months trying to practice, like a nerd, I was trying to learn church bells and I'm trying to learn dirty laundry and I feel like an idiot. I never realized how hard they were to sing, and I physically just can't get to those mm-hmm. high notes. And uh, so I said, "This is the less rangy of songs." So I.
0: You picked that one. To yeah,
1: like literally out of out of uh, insecurity.
0: Here's the, the demo. Who's singing the demo here?
1: This Carrie. I wrote this heartbeat with Carrie and Ashley.
0: So she sang the demo. Yeah, yeah. You know, when she's singing the demo, it's probably going to be a it's, cut. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, and her vocal is spectacular. I'm when we're at a party in a downtown crowd. Oh, but I can't hear you call me baby. Isn't
0: she – I've compared her to an alien before because I've been lucky enough to sing with her, like do a duet with her and sing on stage at the, at the Rhyme I with her, him and yeah. I. And it was just like <laughs> – she opens her mouth, and it's like that shouldn't come out of that. It's
1: just God loves her a little more than me and you. Yeah. That's the that's – No, the- no, a lot. A lot more. <laughs> like, no, she's just – that camp, like – when they, you know, asked me to be around and write with her and produce with her, like, that, you know, to come up with Sam is one thing. We were no-name dudes together. He's he's, And we're in the same class of, of people. And, uh, you know, we're freshmen together. Carrie, you know, she's royalty. She's, you know, not even just sucking up to her. She's, you know, the queen. And so when they asked me to write with her and produce some songs, I, you know, was, you know, freaking out. Like, I, her manager, Ann Adelboot called me. She's like, hey, would you... If, you know, would you want to produce Heartbeat for Carrie Underwood? I'm like, you know, yes. Like, she could yell at me and tell me to do it, you know, but they're asking politely, would you be interested? I'm like, you know, crying on the other hand, you know, of course, you know.
0: I did this, you know, dopey song with her, and she came in the studio and sang it with me. And I just watched her. And again, I'd sing with her live, but then I watched her go into a studio where everything's amplified. Like, all your imperfections are amplified yeah. because you're hearing it. Sure. It, there was nothing imperfect. She did like three takes. She was like, did we do it again? I was like,
1: no, yeah. you're she's a truly good singer like she's on earth to sing to us like it's it's her
0: and she's like kid. one foot tall and somehow yeah. that strength comes out yes yeah. yeah, it's, it's crazy she had a blue apron yeah. let me talk about blue apron for a second so blue apron man first of all the mills are great and it's convenient because they come right to your house and it's convenient because they have a like a instruction guide basically a card that tells you how to make them and it's affordable blue apron with Less than $10 per person per meal. Blue Apron delivers – first of all, these recipes that I do not even know existed unless I went to a restaurant and looked at the menu. But it's basically like you're getting that at your house. Pre-portioned ingredients, you make these delicious meals home-cooked whenever you're ready. So sitting there, it's like, here it is. You go, I think I want a Blue Apron tonight. You make the one – you can choose a few of them. Choose a variety of new recipes every week. Let them deliver them right to you. You can customize based on your your preferences. They have several delivery options. You can choose what fits your need. Each meal comes with that recipe card. I'm telling you, step by step. This week's menu, check it out. and Get your first three meals for free with free shipping. If you go to blueapron.com slash bobbycast, you'll love how get it feels and tastes. Blueapron.com slash bobbycast. You got to do the bobbycast to get the meals. Blueapron.com slash bobbycast. Okay, so let's see. Man, I have so much. What If I play this here, Zach, what, tell talk about this.
1: I, I feel, oh, shit! Like, like, and like, on YouTube me doing that. This is one. This is I sold the beat and I had that hook. Like I sold that chorus. It's me doing the I, I feel, feel like, This is Jelly Roll,
0: Seven Days. And this is you doing the hook.
1: I, I feel, feel like,
0: like, Roll, I, I feel, feel like, like Yeah,
1: Seven days. Seven days of the Seven. So
0: you made the, <laughs> that's awesome. I love, I'm still so proud See, of that, I'll dude. I'm fight like
1: to the death over that song. Sounds good.
0: I lo- like. I love hip hop, yeah. and I, I even I had a record deal, a hip hop record deal for one. I've heard
1: a, you say that, and I've never heard it Caucasian. I haven't. We've been thinking what about was it, it. Was it silly or was it like it was? I mean, it, it's no, Captain, it was,
0: it's ca- my name was Captain Caucasian. Okay. It was silly, but I tried a little bit, but not really.
1: You're Afraid to commit It's another commitment thing. It's another it? commitment <laughs>
0: thing because. I don't want people to know. I really, wasn't that good, but I was just good enough to fake it. Yeah. So, yeah. So we were making we make beats. Yeah. That that should be a passion project. You make you get make Captain Caucasian a hit. That oh, that geez. way you know you made it in town. Okay. okay. Uh, here we go. This is a. Uh... And
1: you got to make a killing, but it never
0: feels fulfilling. So they call me, oh, tell me, pray to sound It's a big one. Oh, wow. That's the... See, he's a Christian rapper, right? Yeah. That's
1: the. That was the first. Legitimate thing That's a rapper Lecrae That's the first Legit thing I ever did And won a Grammy For that What did you do? I wrote My buddy my, I call him Mike Valentine's His Michael Jefferson uh, uh, The guy singing That chorus right there He was a writer Out in LA That I knew And we wrote that And we wrote that song In his apartment In LA Somewhere I couldn't tell you Where the apartment is But we wrote that We had a whole verse and A whole chorus uh, A whole song And we wrote it one night and Mike Valentine sent it to LaCrae's A&R person and uh, they loved it and loved the chorus and I sent them the Pro Tools file and that's about it. And then, he laid, it down and then he laid it down? And then you laid it down. You won a Grammy. Apparently won a Grammy. It's weird. It, it was, a, it was a, a huge opportunity but it was a, a lot of email. Well, we were the you know, a lot of I'll send you files and, you know, it's not like we're in a room vibing out together kind of thing. It was like, it was a huge you, opportunity for
0: me When you hear it back though The first time Are right? you like Okay that's good I like it Kind of weird because You weren't together
1: No I love it Like Lecrae is huge You uh, know He's a huge Christian rapper and, and uh So when he was You know Taking it I, I knew it was in good hands You know Trusted How, how about hmm. So I'm coming over Scotty McCurry yeah, uh, That was my first Single On a Big act my first, first country song I have ever heard on the radio
0: the first song you ever heard on the radio you wrote for Scotty McCreary
1: uh, well the first country song I had plenty of other
0: but for a country song I mean that sure, Scotty's as
1: country as it gets I was laying on my couch my publisher Kenley Flynn called me to turn on the radio and I ran to the bathroom where we have a little radio and uh, turned it on and I got... stood in the bathroom and listened to Scotty McCreary
0: did you making money off that song? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, man. Where'd that I hit? Mean, it went to eight. It did. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, you made you made absolutely. good money off yeah, of it. What well, the levels are, money check wise. You see a significant difference in ten and five? Uh, yeah. Do you see a significant difference in three and one?
1: I don't think so. it's about the same at that point. It depends on how long it stays at three. If it's at three for a day and then dies, you know. But if it's at three for a couple weeks, it's you know. It's these are all they're all good problems
0: have you made more off body like a back road not than any other song because you may not have yet because the song hasn't been I, out that long I haven't made anything yet okay it, it takes a while it takes a while you you know, for,
1: it take, they say it takes about nine months for. boy I months can't months. wait for those checks to start coming in are you kidding me they say it's the, uh, the first one that uh, people always say they say it's the last nine months of poverty uh, you know because you'll have a hit song on the radio but you're dead broke you know just because you're waiting for the you know the money to go between you know. so
0: that check hasn't come yet no, not by like, but
1: no. Man,
0: that's gonna be the. Hope so.
1: It is the first one. It's the first one. Small though, because it, it, yeah, it but, e- it eases its way up. It's kind of relative to where the chart is. You can if you looked at it on like a what's well, a graph or something, a pie chart or something. It, you would you see it kind of peaking, and you know, because obviously you make more the more times it's played. And, it,
0: does it? streaming irritate the crap out of you? Because you're not making money. As a I songwriter. love it, man.
1: Like like. I love it. Like, Sure, we don't make a ton of money yet, but there's no way that we don't. Um, who knows? I might be long gone by the time it comes around, but they're going to figure it out. They're going to have to figure it out. They have. No, yeah. you're right. They have I- to figure it out. Because I make decent money as a producer. on the th- uh, So there, there's, there's money. It's going to get figured out. I'm, I'm honestly not worried about it. Luckily, there's still plenty of money to be made off of radio and sales. There's still money. It's not like streaming is the only source of income at this point. It'll eventually probably be the only source of income but right now luckily we're still all doing well you know?
0: jesse alexander was in and she was talking about how she makes more money from singing backup on songs sure. that are streaming yep. than the songs she wrote because she has a better deal there's a better deal for the people that are singing i mean i'll literally writing.
1: off of by like a back road and it's probably streamed a you know hundred million times you know you know hundreds of millions of times and you'll make $1000 or something like which is crazy it, it's, it's and, it, and it's, it
0: will fix itself because it will have to fix see, itself because i think
1: it's so ridiculous like there's no one who who you can't make the argument for you know so at, at some point whenever whoever's in charge of that stuff see here's the you know, someone agreed to it at some point someone signed some sort of thing at some point well, saying that's fine it's not a big
0: deal if only seven people are doing it sure. like it's
1: not S- someone agreed to it so you know slap that guy and and uh, <laughs> but you know It'll get figured out. There's people, you know, Lee Miller here in town, he Who's his life is devoted to that now, and, and, and I'm grateful that he's doing that. You know.
0: Which one of these Sam songs fell out the quickest? Oh, geez. It was kind of like, because, uh, you know, you're talking about, you know, with Sam, he, he spends a lot of time. Sam and I said not, the same thing. He's sure. like,
1: Sam is slow. Sure. He's slow. He cares. Like, it's not like a, because he's dumb. He puts the puzzle on the table and he tries every single piece in the one so he tries every rhyme if you're trying to rhyme chair he tries every single thing just to see in what emotions it feels and Sam's very intelligent and you know he's always thinking always referred to it he goes way deeper in the cave than I do like I go a hundred feet in the cave and he goes five miles into the cave and he's down there just you know exploring the songs so it you know takes him a while when you go that far it's gonna take you a while to get in and out of it you know but to answer that, I would say House Party was the absolutely the quickest it took. That was just a couple day right? And In the same world, that's...
0: A couple day right? Yeah, huh? that's We'll
1: have a house party. We don't need nobody. Turn your
0: TV off. Break that box out. We'll wake up all First single was Leave the Night On, correct, right? Correct,
1: yeah. yeah. And so... When that comes
0: out, are you like, okay, we might have something here?
1: Yeah, it's funny. As soon as... Because we pretty much had that record done before he had a record deal. We pretty much just made it on our own. So we went into the label kind of saying, hey, we had a – that label's been really good to us, man. They, they We came in with a plan, and they let us do that plan. And, and uh, so we come in with a record, and we're thinking we should put out this, and we should put out this in this order. As crazy as some of the songs have been, they've let us do it. And, and uh, they just, you know – yeah, they, yeah it's kind of the dream scenario like I, I literally can't think of one time where we wanted to do something and we're adamant about it and they said no that you know they've embraced us because they know that we're trying really hard and that, that you know it's every move is intentional and, and uh that we care so it's been good
0: so here's one of your singles this is Lindsay l shut me up You can't shut me up't can touch my mouth
1: give me that demo that's what I wrote with Hillary, Lindsay, and Brett James, same people we wrote Church Bells. Like Sounds great.
0: Yeah, I, I just moved to town. I don't even know her. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know Lindsay at this point. I, I've met her around this She's super
1: duper sweet, man. She's. she's. Uh, that
0: I can agree with now. At the time, I had no idea. I wrote
1: a few songs with her. She's great. Like, she's, you know, she's super duper talented, man. She's, you know, she keeps plugging away. If she wouldn't, uh, these relationships. She's I know, it gets her in, in trouble, dude. Oh, I love that you got this. I'm going to call Jelly Roll and tell him to check out the podcast. Seven days of the week, I've been looking for a freak. I'm just trying to find a little something maybe I can be. I ain't even tripping, keep a secret, baby, I can not eat. Good. I just want to get yeah, on that's good. Of course it's good. Jelly Roll's, he's, he's, good. Good. he's, he's doing, doing great. I don't know. Do you know Jelly Roll? No. He's around town. Like, you know, I'm surprised you don't know him. He's- I don't
0: know anybody. I, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I I don't use the word literally. I literally know so many fewer people than think, people think I know because I yeah. just stay at my house and I go on you, the road.
1: Jelly Roll, someone you should know. His stuff is getting bigger and bigger and bigger every day, and, and uh, yeah, he's someone you should you should know. He's really good.
0: Whose camp? Okay, you have to. What? Who's camps are you in? Everybody's in a camp. You in the Dustin camp? Would you say? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Are yeah. you
0: in the Carry camp?
1: I, I, I get so nervous even say that. I think so. Yeah, yeah.
0: You're in the Sam camp because you guys have sure. been together forever. Sure. What? Any other camps? Uh. Where it's like we're starting a new project, we got to get all hands on deck. Who would call you and say, "Hey, like
1: Dustin asked me for my opinion," and you know, Sam, you know, of course, and I'm trying to think of other people who like ask me. I mean, Nashville's such a small community. We all write together. Like I'm, Cole and I have been texting all day to Cole, Cole Swindell and stuff. I'm, I'm not in his. We write together, but I'm, he's not like asking me what tours he should go on and stuff. But he's some, you know, he's some, uh, I would consider him a friend. And did you write today? I did not write today. I had meetings today.
0: What, what kind of meetings do you have? Like, what are they about? I had a meeting. How to spend your new boat uh, money?
1: Uh, no. Cheap, man. <laughs> Which boat I, I to was, buy? I was broke for way too long. So, so every dime I make goes to securing my future. I, I don't, uh, I drive a 2012 Camry, so I'm not, uh, I'm not a blowing cash kind of dude. But, a uh, what I had a meeting with – I'm putting on a charity event. It's going to be awesome. And uh, uh, I had a meeting with my business people about money.
0: Like the, what to do with all of it. Do you, with, you want the pink boat <laughs> or do you want the green? – let's just take both. I think the pink and the green one.
1: Such a – I mean when you're broke for so long – I mean I'm 36. I didn't start making any extra money until, I mean, four years ago. I mean I was you know 32, broke with a baby. And it feels
0: like it's going because listen, you're talking about somebody else who grew up broke it always feels like it can go away just, see just I'm scared like, to death just like, like that yeah. scared I overpay my bills forever because I was scared if I got fired I would just, win I just it.
1: just talk to my business manager they're, they're paying extra on mortgages just to do it you know just to cause this is all impossible this is all climbing a huge mountain you know and to expect to do it again is a little ridiculous you know so you know it's a huge blessing but I'm definitely I'm definitely that guy who's like this might be it man had a good run with <laughs> I, By Like a Backward with Sam I'm talking I'm going to do I to going to beat that one the but thing is uh, you're probably not <laughs> no that's what see I come down to the logic I'm like statistically yes, you're I not d- going to touch that just playing again.
0: the stats here <laughs> Ted Williams only batted 400 one time was a great hitter many years <laughs> after that
1: <laughs> exactly so but that's what you know that's the I was broke for a long time you know but I'm, not, like, anymore. not anymore not anymore <laughs> I'm proud
0: of that one. I will be too Very I'm lovely. proud of it for you I'm proud of it for me. And I had nothing to do with it. I mean, it's such
1: a silly song.
0: Why is it working so well? I don't think it's a silly song. I think it's a, it's that song. Here's the thing about Sam. As someone who doesn't, uh, I don't write with Sam, so I, I feel like I talk about it from an outsider perspective of his lyrics. Mm-hmm. Sam talks like an like a human talks, and sometimes it's awkward, but that's why it cuts through. Yeah, he says things like "blah blah" or whatever he says. Yeah. You know,
1: it, yeah.
0: it, and you're like, what? Oh, that that sounds abnormal in a song. But then all of a sudden, you're like, "But that's how I talk."
1: He sings songs that yeah, he would actually say. These
0: are all, and that's why that thing works. Yeah. And that's if, why his songs.
1: If I have anything to think of why Sam and I work well together, it's we probably spend more time talking in my studio, just on the couch, just talking to each other about life and our wives and our faith, and we talk about all that stuff. So when it comes to write a song, we know how we, you know, how to speak you know we're not just you know sam's singing from his perspective he's not playing a character like it's these are all honest things these are about as silly as some of them may be they're about real life things and real life emotions like you know he's not just making this stuff up like it's, it's coming from somewhere
0: what's the one i just played a bunch of this stuff what's the one where you're like ah, that probably i can't believe that's the one that actually blew up
1: break up in a small town i still giggle when i hear that on the radio Go. really I think she would get down. That sucks the jam. It's pretty extreme. Boom. Yeah, like, that's one where I'm like, it's a little. I'm like, who do we think we are to think we can play that? On? We can get that on the radio? Because remember, you know, we wrote that. We're dead broke, no name dudes, just going. Wonder if we can get this on? This will be, you know, and it because that's pretty extreme. Like, like we're not over here thinking that's all like, that stuff's extreme. Yeah, but ex- extreme things make things
0: normal. Yeah.
1: That's at the end of the day. That song specifically is what I like to do. What Sam and I like to do. It has a whole bunch of elements to it. It's you know from the the big drop to the dramatic verse to the urban kind of thing. It's it's a little uh, greatest hits kind of to me.
0: One of my uh, best friends is uh, friends in radio and, and in real life, uh, Charlemagne the God, who does Breakfast Club in New York. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. So it's like that's like one of my dudes, and so he calls me about. Ah, a month or so ago. It was right when Sam had strep. And he was like, what do you know about Sam Hunt? I was like, why? Because he's, he's going to come on a show. And yep. I, I was like, he's a good dude. Like, I like him, and I don't like a lot of people. Like, I put up a lot of people, but yep. I like Sam. I, he's a genuine dude. Like, you don't have to worry about somebody coming in and being somebody else. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, we're, we're going to bring him. And then he got sick. So uh, that, I that was got one. To, I, never you know, I know, come from the interview.
1: urban world, so I keep up with the Breakfast Club people and have for years on the internet. I watch their shows. I don't listen to the radio, but I I called Sam a couple months ago. Like, hey, man. I go, you may think I'm crazy. I was like, but I think you should go to New York and do this breakfast club thing. I was like, it's huge. I referred to it. I was like, I was like, it's kind of the Bobby Bones, but but in the urban world. I was like, it's kind of the highest profile show. You know, and you can make the argument that Sam's music is it's extremely urban. Like, it's extremely uh, urban music. It's, you know, it's probably more urban music than it is traditional pop music. And I was like, hey, man. I was like, you know, it's typically, I was like, urban music, urban artists who go in there and do that. I was like, but. I was like, I think you would have a blast there, and I think they would love you. And, and uh, he was aware of them, of course, and he was like, yeah, we should totally do that. And he was super bummed to have to get the strep thing. That strep thing really broke his heart that he had to cancel the show and cancel a, a radio thing. But uh, he uh, hopefully he goes back there. Some
0: yeah, way. I hope so, too, because I wanted to hear that. Because Charlamagne was like, hey, should we put him on? And I was like, yeah, he's a real dude. Yeah, like, He don't want anybody that's not real coming into that studio, because he'll just...
1: Sam, he? Trust me, because we talked about Charlamagne, we go... You'll be ready for Charlie because he'll just hit you with something kind of out of the blue, and uh, you know, you know, Sam's not trying to hide anything. He'll you know talk about whatever to whoever you know. Wish it would happen. I'm sure it will at some point. Dude,
0: it's been fun. It yeah, first guest to ever bring in and break down a song. Like I enjoyed that. I wondered if it would work because of our equipment. Like I told, we were talking before I came on. Like we bought all this stuff and set it up ourselves. Yeah. Nobody, no radio it's just company. Plugs.
1: It's just wires. There's not much to it.
0: That's the problem. It's just wires, and I don't know really what these wires. You produce time. You know how to do this, like or is Mike this? D does. Yeah. Okay. He, I mean, he knows what I get on here and say the funny stuff and ask the questions, it, but I ask questions that I literally don't know. Yeah. So but it works. Yeah, yeah it works. Anyway, I appreciate it. I hope yeah. Dude, thank you. Man. That was fun. So anyway, as you can tell, this guy's had quite the influence on music and the radio and all this. Thing. I mean, jeez, man. Whenever that's I looked nice. at the whole list, because I didn't know, cra- I didn't Dude. know until we I compiled it all, and I was like, holy crap! Talking about someone me. in the last three years, it's really just been it's like
1: unreal, pff. man. It's it's a uh, I don't take it lightly I'm beyond thankful for every writer every artist every like because it changed my life and changed my kids life like it's a
0: and your face was on a banner the other day I saw it for the first funny. time
1: dude taking that photo was hard because you know I'm awkward at best and put I, I belong in a studio so when you put a camera in front of my face and say smile we're taking a hitch it's like I'm just nervous <laughs> like I don't you know it's that I don't know what to do with my hands Yeah. You know you should see that I should send you some of the bad ones no no I'll yeah, pass no. and just trust you. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. alright Zach Crow uh, I don't even you're you set I don't even direct, I don't need to promote anything you're just set if you see him out wave at him in his boat as he goes by and the camera, the, the pink one or the green one yeah. alright episode 70 of the Bobbycast that's it we'll see you next time thanks guys